We three from GP, Rand Tuck, Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From Afros and Braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. It is, um, man, it is the first show of the year. GP3. January 2nd. January 2nd. And uh, just happy new year to you, brother. I don't know. I think we sent, we sent text. Yeah. But I don't think we talked at all. Well, you know, you, you got to be kind of hip, man. It's not happy new year. It's <laughs> H-N-Y. <laughs> H-N-Y. Okay. H-N-Y. That's what, right. I was at a party. Okay. With a lot of millennials. Uh, okay. And they kept doing hashtag H-N-Y. <sighs> So, so <laughs> I'm step, old school. Step up your game. Man. All right, I'm gonna step up my game. And, hey, what's what's up, man? And it's no longer happy. Happy. Well, Trump H-N-Y. said. Trump said we can do Merry Christmas now. So you know, <laughs> no happy holidays. He's starting already. Hey, Evie. Evie's uh, Evie's here with That's us. That's right. The one and, and only Evie. The one and only. Starting <laughs> and off. You know, here. Randy is right. It is H N Y. Hey, hey, it hey! Really don't, don't don't use my government name. Don't use my government name. Rand. Right. <laughs> hey, it's uh, GP three. Uh, we we are back, and um, this is uh, number twenty one. Uh, first show, first uh, show of uh, twenty seventeen, and that uh, means we're legal now, right? We what? What is that? Yeah, we are twenty one. Uh, twenty one. We there you go. We can, we can officially drink on air now. <laughs> we huh? can drink. We can drink. <laughs> All right. Um, Tut Tut is still on, uh, on 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 vacay, and he did send me a text. He'll, I guess he'll be back in town like tonight. He's coming back in or something. But uh, that's a hell of a vacation, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. man you, you sure that's you sure you know that's <laughs> vacation, man. He is, he is. Doing some espionage or something <laughs> he like might that. Might be, man. man. Deep he, undercover. He, stuff. He might be undercover, undercover brother, oh, which yeah. came on TV you know, the other I was, day. I was yeah. beginning to think that he yeah. really was like you know in the CIA or the CAISPA <laughs> or something. The because, NSA. You know, he's always incognito. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's cool. He sent me a text. He's doing well, taking some time off. Hey, but why why do we call it uh, GP three again? We got some folks who jump on every that's now and then, brand. Uh, you want you want me to tell them, or you you tell them? You want to tell them? Go ahead and tell them. All right, uh, as, as Tommy B indicated, this is show number twenty one. Uh, we started last August. Uh, basically, GP three stands for Grove Park three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us: uh, I'm Rand, Tommy, and Tut. We all went to elementary school together at a Grove Park Elementary School in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. In the Grove Park community. Yeah. Uh, I lived on South Elizabeth Place, and also today we have uh, we call our plus one, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is Evie. Evie, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, and and Tut was on Charlotte Place, and uh, I was on North Avenue. So we we kind of rounded it out over in that uh, Grove Park area, man. And you know what? I still put a call in, and and we will be uh, kind of talking about that neighborhood and. Right. Everything that's going on, man. Right. Um, so listeners out there, even though we're talking about the neighborhood that we grew up in, mm-hmm. uh, but our neighborhood is probably uh, very similar to neighborhoods that you grew up in. Yep. And so one of the things that we're trying to do is we're trying to figure out how can we help our old neighborhood move forward? Because uh, like many of us, neighborhoods have changed. The neighborhood that you once grew up in, in some instances, has not made the turn for the best. Yeah, Evie, Evie, you're Southwest uh, uh, U.S. How, how did how did your your neighborhood or how has it fared? 
Do you have you uh, still have family there, right? About the same as you know, about the same as many of the others. Not the same. Really? Um, I mean, it's you know, it's it's sad, but there are you know a lot of the children and I guess grandchildren of the people I grew up with are like you know doing drugs and just craziness, just craziness. And then you still have some of the elderly people like my parents age who are still living. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. And I really feel sorry for um, for the elderly people living in the neighborhood because of what they have to contend with. I um, sold my parents house about 11 years ago and I'm really glad I did. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I tell you, I mean, and, and your city is a top Metro Right area, our city's a, a top metro area, and and in a lot of cases, I mean that that area where I know I know I kind of know the area. You're south, right? Was it south? She's Richardson. Okay, no, no, so. no. I was in Richardson. Well, okay. yeah, North Dallas area, yeah, but no. it was still the one black middle class neighborhood of the sixties mm-hmm. and sixties uh, and seventies, and it's just kind of now it's just kind of sad. Well, it's kind of like you know we now. we grew up kind of what northwest, but it was. What do you what do you call that now? We we lived we lived literally between almost Bankhead and Buckhead. Okay, yeah, right in right in that area. So right in that you area. go to Buckhead, you consider, but see, you considered Buckhead then like north north. Right. Now north is damn what Chattanooga. Yeah, another state. <laughs> I mean, another Atlanta state. just keeps going on. Right. You got Johns Creek. What's the furthest north? County, uh, Cummings or Forsyth? County? Cummings, no, uh, for Cummings is in Forsyth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, Forsyth is probably the north, north, yeah, furthest north. Forsyth is the northest county. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, if you really think of the whole Atlanta area, it's thirteen counties. It's massive. Yeah, and the and metro a, county is it's thirteen. The metro Atlanta is thirteen counties. Right. A lot of those areas, uh, when we were growing up, were like farmland. They right. they weren't even truly developed, and now they're fully developed. So, and it changed probably for you too, Evie. Uh, Absolutely. Same type yeah. thing, same scenario, um, you know, same, same, almost exact scenario that you're describing here is what I grew up with in Dallas. Same yeah. thing. Yep, yep. Yeah. Hey, let's just jump in. Uh, okay. We got a lot, man. Uh, you know, when, when I first initially, uh, you know, Rand said, hey, man, put together some topics and I shot a couple of things out. Um, glad we didn't do the show that day because stuff has happened since. Oh, it's, um, it's real time these days, man. Yeah, you know, it is uh, to the minute. And uh, just to start, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time talking about quote-unquote politics, but this is more, I think, about probably a recap of something that's happened that um, that needs to be talked about. The election and Russia. And President Obama put down some sanctions. Right. And, and what, what what's your take on that? Uh, we'll start with you, Rand, and Evie, you jump in. and I'll, I'll Well, you know, um, I think he did the right thing because okay. I, I, I do believe that this cyber hack mm-hmm. uh, is a is a, a act of war yeah. or aggression. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he did the right thing. Uh, I've read a little more about what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's making it much more difficult for uh, President-elect Trump. Mm-hmm. To uh, undo the sanctions. Okay. Uh, uh, not saying that that won't happen, mm-hmm. but it it will not be as easy as as people project. So they closed down a facility. Yeah, the, a a facility where, in Maryland, which was quote kind of like a den of espionage. Which which was where the Russian 
Russia, uh, Russia has like several. Yeah, or... they have several uh, pieces of property. Okay. In addition to the um, the embassy. Okay. Yeah. So this was a a a, a house, a mansion, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was kind of like in a rural section of Maryland. Okay. Kind of on the outskirts. Okay. And so uh, they shut that down, expelled mm-hmm. I think thirty plus um, ambassadors or Russian emissaries yeah. from the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty sweeping. Right. right. Did you expect that? Um, I didn't expect it was going to be telegraph, but I'm expecting there's probably more covert, covert stuff behind the scenes yeah, yeah. that is really going to have more teeth than this, mm-hmm. uh, this, um, uh, how should I say it? This PR moment, right? This now. is more symbolic. Right. Okay. What about you, Evie? What, what are your thoughts? Did, did he do the right thing? Um, yeah. You know, I have a couple thoughts. First of all, I think that cybersecurity you know, is a is, is a growing threat that we as a society need to figure out what are the parameters around that because, you know, this was one uh, potential impact, but all of us are, are sitting ducks. All of us are just, you know, sitting yeah. ducks. Any of our information, our whole entire life could be hacked at any particular point in that time and our whole entire lives could be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So with that said... The cybersecurity is an issue. Secondarily, you know, someone, um, I was, you know, I'm a, a big NPR listener, and mm-hmm. I heard that part of the reason that Russia gets the blame for so many things that happen in the cyber world is because they house so many of the mainframe um, uh, repeaters. Yeah. And that oftentimes the sabotage may be occurring in another part of the world, but the repeaters are hosted out of Russia. Wow. So is that I'm a not good saying idea? that I'm, I'm not saying that that <laughs> probably <you> know, not <laughs> that I'm not saying that I don't hold the Russians responsible for this. But but here's where I have some issues. Number one, yeah. I'm glad the president did something. I think that he had to do something. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you guys, I'm so disappointed in the Democratic Party, because had this been the other way around, had Hillary won the election mm-hmm. and Donald Trump or the Republicans came out with any um, you know, n- notation whatsoever of cyber hacking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would just be like, oh, let's slap them on the wrist? Oh, what's the president going to be? I think the Republicans would be up in arms. I think they would have taken to the streets. I think that it would have been just this major three ring circus. And I don't really know that I've heard much from the Democratic Party per se or leading yeah. Democrats um, outside the president who's up in arms. And can well, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, and what's his name? Can I tell me how deep this cybersecurity hack went? Yeah. What did it do? I mean, how deep did it go? Yeah. Did it impact the outcome? I agree with you uh, on that right there. I'm a little very, I'm very disappointed in mm-hmm. the um, in the re, in the Democratic Party because mm-hmm. you're right, Evie. If this would have happened, the reverse, that would have been Senate hearings. This thing would have been in the courts. Uh, Hillary. Hillary probably wouldn't be um, uh, inaugurated on the 20th. Mm-hmm. They would have made this, they would have put up every potential roadblock. Yeah. Uh, they would have, but what this shows is that I don't think the Democratic Party truly understands how to compete against the Republicans because the Republicans' attitude is we're going to win at all costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Democrats are still with this, can we all get along? And I think that gauntlet is that that time period has passed. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. But I I will say, uh, and and you've heard, I, I was saying about Lindsey Graham, 
and um, what's his name, McCain. Um, McCain, they, they, uh, the fifth. They're gonna they're gonna initiate a hearing or something. Yeah, they are they are um, livid livid about it. Uh, you know, the old guard because of the fact that these guys, um, you know, remember Soviets way back. The Cold when. War. They haven't forgotten. The Cold War. That's right. I mean, and, think about it. McCain was a prisoner of war. Yeah. Yeah. It, by a government that was backed by Russia. Yes. Yes. So it's personal and, and probably a little bit more personal for a lot of these guys. Right. Um, and they, and they yeah. ought to be insulted, to be honest yeah. with you. Not only is it personal, but it's an insult mm-hmm. to think that the United States of America, we're supposed to be the superpower, yeah. to think that we would allow anybody else to interfere with our so-called free democratic process, yeah. and it's okay? Yeah. That's a problem. That's an insult, guys. It's an insult. I'm very, very disappointed in our country right now. Well, let, let me ask you, Evie, uh, Loretta Lynch, um, and, and, you know, the— uh, uh, justice, the uh, Justice Department, FBI. Um, you know what? What? What accountability do you think they should take in this, Evie? I think that they personally. Yeah. I'm curious as to why Loretta Lynch isn't like leading the effort. To be quite honest with you, yeah. to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to step out there, and even though no one else may be you know, making a big deal out of it, blowing more whistles. I'm going to, because it's about justice and freedom. Um, And you know what? Come on, whether it's the FBI or some other organizations that maybe are acting, acting covertly as Rand um, spoke about initially, it's hard for me to believe that we're going to just let them get away with this with, and I hate to say this guys, Mm -hmm. but some slap on the hand, fluff and tough sanctions. Seriously. That's that. That's it. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't expect Obama to proclaim war yeah. against Russia, yeah. but some slap on the hand sanctions for you interfering with our free democratic um, uh, policies and occurrences. It's a problem for me. And I just understand, not understand why nobody else is up in arms about this. I, I, I just agree, don't get it. I agree with you. Evie. I mean, I, I would at least thought that the Democrats would have uh, raised up the whole president elect legitimacy. Yeah. You know, the fact is that, you know, this is a tainted election. Therefore, his uh, the election results need to be reviewed. Uh, Exactly. Or how about this? How about honestly, I think that the revolt should have been to the point of delaying the inauguration until a proper bipartisan investigation has occurred. See, Evie, that's what the Republicans would have done. Yeah, they they would have they would have brought that up. But you remember how um, when Bush and Gore went through the whole legal battle uh, during the election, Mm. uh, they would have this thing would have been to the Supreme Court. It would have it would have been a circus. It would have been a three ring circus. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm very disappointed in in Loretta Lynch as an AG. I I think that um, she has she has been a poor example of leadership. So so let me ask you now the Kremlin has said no well we we're going we want to retaliate. Yeah, we're going to wait to our boy get in office. But Putin <laughs> stepped in and said, "No, wait a minute. We're going to wait for Trump and see what he says." Right. Now, what do you think he's going to say? I mean, you kind of speculate here. Well, I mean, right now Trump is already already given um giving us a sneak peek. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause he's already said that we need to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Go forward. Yeah. Um, that these computers are complicating our lives. Right. 
Right. So uh, he's already he's already given indication that uh, he as the president is not going to uh, pursue or keep these things up. Mm-hmm. The Congress, on the other hand, I think is going to be the is going to be the bad guy. If okay. you had to be, say a good cop, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump is going to be Russia's good cop in this whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I'll take it a step forward. You know, DT wants to nominate, uh, what's the guy, ExxonMobil, Rex, uh, Rex Tillerson, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to nominate him Secretary of State. Well, everybody knows that Rex Tillerson's relationship with Putin Pers- goes way back. In fact, personal. if I remember correctly, reading somewhere, really. they're like boys. Oh, yeah. He's gotten the highest award that Russia ever gives to a citizen. Wow. I mean, you know, whatever yeah. our medal of freedom is, he gets. Yeah. He has something. Equi- I mean, he so is, Till- is, Hill- is Tillerson. He's American, correct? Yeah, CEO of Exxon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, CEO of Exxon, but yeah. everybody because knows of drilling about his Russia, relationship yeah. with Russia and specifically with Putin. I wow. mean, they're like buddies. They're like, in fact, DT said that was one of the reasons why mm-hmm. he wanted to nominate. Uh, Tillerson, because of his, you know, friendly relationship with the Russians, really, is that what we want for Secretary of State? I'm just asking. Yeah, it's right. going to be interesting. Okay. Right. All right. So maybe that's why Putin wants to wait. All right. Well, we'll wait and see. And quite, you know, again, I mean, uh, it's going to set off another firestorm, another war words internally. Well, you know, because right now there's, there's there's a lot of internal squabbling going on. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of internal squabbling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, I would typically put this like in light, <laughs> but how many, what were y'all doing New Year's Eve? Uh, I didn't see it. You were, you were at a I, party. I was at a, at, I was at a party, at, but I, I, I didn't see it. Yeah. Right. And I, and I was at a party too. What'd I miss? All right. Let me, let me tell y'all. I was, um, at the house with, with, you know, with the crew, with the family. And we, we just kind of do our own thing New Year's Eve, hanging out. We were watching, um, what, what do you call it, Dick Clark's? Yeah, Dick Clark's. Yeah, Rocking Rockin New Year's. Okay. Yeah, the ball drop, yeah. This happened, and and the thing is, leading up to New Year's Eve. So, you know, like that last half hour Concerts. is like prime time. Right. You know, that's when yeah. everybody's watching. And I, I want to play a little bit of this, and Evie, you should be able to hear it. I'm going to play a little bit. And then come back. All right, here we go. All right. This is Mariah. All right, as you watch, Ran. <laughs> okay, man, that's enough. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Man. All right. Explain it to Evie. And, and, All right, and, Evie. And, the, the thing was... Um, how can you say it? All right, let's. Go. I don't. I don't want to. Mar- Mariah Carey was performing a song. No, let, let me. I'm gonna frame it. Okay. okay right, the, the the feathers are up. It's mm. like Vegas style. Right. Fellas dancing, and behind the feathers is Mariah coming, like in the middle of the stage. Okay. Right. The, the feathers mm-hmm. open up. She's there. Uh, she was claiming she couldn't hear 
the monitor. The monitor's song in her in her, in her ear, ear. earpiece. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it, uh, I think, had to do with the fact that it was the wrong version of the song. It was supposed to be another version in a different key. So when she heard it immediately, it's like, you know, these a lot of these artists, they changed the key because the songs were done 20 years ago. They had a different voice. So it wasn't the right Well, she, she did say that they, uh, they did not do a sound check on right, the Right, they didn't do a sound check. And uh, she ripped the... Um, monitor out walk down and and basically it was just you know kind of like narration from there on um i guess she, y'all did you say he, did you say she ripped the monitor down no she ripped her monitors out of her ear the earbuds uh, oh, that they were oh, the, oh, the, the monitor earbuds so she kind of ripped them out but and and, then, and, and ran did she go on to sing the song no ran no, jump yeah no, jump jump in it no, was emotion she, and then what was the other song can't like was it can't let go right. i think it was the second so, song so, but, so basically um she told the audience, this is not the right song. Mm-hmm. And she said, this is one of my hits. It wasn't the right version of the right song. Right version. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of my hits. And essentially, she was just walking across the stage talking to the audience. Uh, as the music is playing, the dancers are doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. The dancers are dancing. I mean, she's not even, um, I think she tries to attempt a note or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, she's literally just standing there looking PO'd. But it was, it was really the other thing. It was a lip sync. Yeah, it was a lip sync. Because every time, you know, as she's holding the mic and she's talking, you hold that mic down and the vocals jump in, it immediately exposes the fact that, oh, you're singing over right. lyrics. You're singing over right. your own song. Well, 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 can I jump in here for a second, guys, yeah. to be honest with you? There's, yeah. There is something going on with Mariah Carey. I don't watch I a lot of, yeah. of the Entertainment Tonight stories and stuff like that, but every, yeah. you know, now and then I'll catch something. And I'm telling you, there's something going on with that young lady. Something's not right with her. Number well, one. Yeah. Um, I understand. You know, I saw some pictures of her on a yacht with her new boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. And why? And why is every time you oh, yeah, see a picture right. of her, why are her boobs hanging out? <laughs> every picture of Mariah Carey. She paid Carey. for. Them. She, she paid. Well, <laughs> you, you know, even, you know, even you and I and, and Thomas, we've talked off air. Uh, we're in an age where a lot of these performers from the 80s and 90s are aging now. Right. And a lot of them are still trying to recapture that moment. And so, you yeah. know, you know, and, and so now in, in today's times, um, as a female entertainer, the more body you show. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just I mean, that's really the entry point now. You got to do that. Yeah, and, and see, Mariah, I mean, today, because we, we're taping, it's April, it's, uh, I'm sorry, damn, April. It's uh, January 2nd, and uh, we're taping um, Monday. And, on a Monday, and, uh, you know, she's come back and basically she's blaming Dick Clark Same Productions. Tried to sabotage it. And, and Dick Clark Productions is shooting back saying, you know, that's absurd. And it, bottom line is, yeah, it, it, it is, you, you do have somebody who, uh, you know, 20, 20 years ago, uh, was at their peak, at their peak, dominate, dominating. I mean, and we think and, about twenty years ago. Yeah, Mariah and Whitney were like the premier female singers out there. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were. But here's here's my point about this. Um, and and Evie, you can chime in. A lot of this, quite frankly, um, is not all about longevity or prime it's just about preparation man right. and and she's got a um a reality show out i don't know if you, you guys have had a chance to see it um 
the reality no. show. No, and um, I, I say that no with emphatically. No and no. And no <laughs> well, no. the the reality show gets a lot of views. I mean, it's pretty. It's one of the you know top new reality shows that everybody's talking about. And the thing that I I, I see with with certain artists, and I won't point this out just with her, um, is prep. I mean, it's kind of like if you're going to be on that kind of stage, my point about even bringing this up in the main among the headlines is that's a lot of people at one point to be watching. Well, well, think about it like this. You're going to only the Super Bowl is going to have more eyeballs. Absolutely. That's my point. It was it was probably not the best place to not this is not branson missouri right (laughs) to not just walk out and do that kind of thing and the thing is but thomas yeah both you and i know from our radio days yeah um i'm sorry i I mean i was hearing the echo there you and i both know from radio days that a concert of that magnitude earlier that afternoon earlier in the day there had to have been a sound check i would not ever have gone out without a sound check that's it you just say, look, I won't do this unless Without I have me. an opportunity to sound If you check. don't do it, your manager, whoever, your, right. pe- your people behind you who are resp- who are paid to. Yes. And, and the fact is, this was her music. It's, yeah. it's not like this was, she was given a song by another artist and she yeah. had, this is a song like, you've probably sung this song a gazillion times. Yeah. And, and, and see that, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, if you're a performer... And you, these songs have been, you know, sung so many times over the years. You know how to improvise. Right. You know, you know how to just do you some. Should. That's right. You know how to, you know, basically uh, on your feet think and do something different and and make it to the point where people may not even know there was a mistake. She could have done an acapella. Yes, and and that's and exactly turn, my. I would I would have said, hey, hey, turn off the track. But That's I don't, right. I just off, don't, I'm going to sing this acapella. Sing this. That so, would have been the professional thing to do. But the other thing is, quite frankly, um, and and a couple of folks on Twitter brought this up. We don't. I think she forgot the words. Well, you know what? It it, it wouldn't shock me, man. It wouldn't shock me because I'm hearing about. As Evie said, there's something going on in her life. There's something going on. I mean, I, I, what I, I've seen a lot of pictures of her uh, with alcohol in her hand. Okay. Okay, so she, she likes to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do know about a lot of older artists mm-hmm. uh, who've had dementia and other things, and now they have to have them, They have to have monitors out there with the lyrics yeah, to yeah. help them through. Yeah. How, okay, how old is Mariah? Mariah's, Mariah's probably in her, her 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she's, she's in her 40s. Yeah. But, you know, what happened to the days when when show people used to say the show must go on, mm-hmm. you I know, re- re- regardless of it, you, you, if the people here to see you, mm-hmm. you're going to give them a show. Well, see, I'll, I'll say this. That wouldn't have happened to Patty, Patty LaBelle. If no. Patty would have Patty been, would've, first of all, they would have never had to take prop. Right. Patty, Patty would have said, we need to write tape. And this is the tape. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You know who else that would have never happened to? That would have never happened to Alicia Keys. Mm, that would have sure? never happened to Beyonce. You know why? Because yeah, they are right. they are impeccable. Beyonce practices and <laughs> yeah. rehearses yeah. more than the average entertainer. Yeah, they want control. Because she's a show person. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, I think one of the things about Mariah in these past several years, Mariah has has gone from being an artist to a diva. And see, that's that's my concern about yeah. this whole performance. I think to a certain degree. You put a lot of work into a performance so that it's right for your public. Then there's the artist who says, F it. It's about me. 
I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. And you get something like this. Right. Um, I just think, and, and y'all, you know, jump in, chime in. I think this was a matter of, well, how much did you really care about the experience of the folks who were there? I mean, even from a marketing perspective, you can look I at it. it like you could look at it like, hey, I'm going to do this performance. I'm going to have more eyeballs on me than I've had in a long time. Yeah. And maybe with this performance, mm-hmm. it will open up the eyes of someone out there. Right. For an opportunity like down an the opportunity. road. For mm-hmm. an opportunity down the road. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, um, quite frankly. Um, I, well, you know what? I don't, I don't think it's up to us to trash because we trash her. Uh, because, Evie, I think you make a valid point. We don't really know what's going on. Right. There's something deeper yeah. going on. Because yeah. when yeah, I saw that, deeper. I said, there's something going on. And um, that's why, you know, I think there are a couple of different angles. Not that you want to make that an excuse, but, um, you know, that's not this has happened several times. Oh, wow. With her in this in this way, Mm -hmm. with a couple of other award shows where things like this is almost script. And then. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, I mean, even you can YouTube it and pull up a lot of that. Well, you know, talking about going off script. Yeah. The same night. Mm-hmm. I caught a glimpse of this. Did you guys see Don Lemon? <laughs> I didn't see that. I, I glanced at the YouTube. Evie, he he you, got kind of tipsy, didn't Evie, he? Did no. you hear about that? No. Well, Don was on, uh, you know, CNN was doing their thing. Yeah. And uh, Don was a little tipsy, and Don started opening up about the fact that he's open to a relationship. Yeah. And that he's got to focus on not being so self centered. Yeah. And he almost like did he did he uh, to Brooke Baldwin? Yeah, he he basically what what is it almost what is he uh, did he ask her to marry him? Even it, 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 it was it was yeah it was lying. You know it, he it, was tipsy. He I was mean, tipsy. It, it would be like your your gay best friend all of a sudden <laughs> falls in love with you after yeah. a couple alcohol after a couple drinks. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was oh, kind of like he had to get on bended knee. And, yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, I mean you know, and Don is a a very composed guy ninety percent, percent of the time. Yeah, but he yeah. was. I mean it was, it was embarrassing. Well, I, it was a trip. I heard somebody talking about. Um, he he got a uh, ear is it come on ear pierced or something. Somebody's talking about him getting an ear pierced. So, so is, it, is it pierced on TV? Ear pierced on TV? I don't know. Okay. Well, well, it was it was but, interesting. But here's the it did, thing. It you did know come what? up, though. As a professional, up. and this is just the rules of engagement from 21 years in broadcasting, is I would never, ever, ever allow an anchor to even have one drink before going on air. And yeah. I certainly would never have a drink before going on air. Well, that night That's is loose. That's do. a loose night because you got Kathy. What's her name? Uh, you know, you, you, Kathy Lee Gifford. No, 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 no. What's her name? The other, uh, the comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kat, one is a the one, Kathy one's on, Griffin. Yeah, Kathy Griffin and what's his name? White hair. Uh, um, uh, white hair. The the. Uh, come Wolf, on, y'all. Yeah, Wolf um, no, no, they they both do the New Year's Eve show together. Oh, uh, um, I, again, I, I don't know. Who what's that. his What's his name? Evie. The the yeah, guy. Yeah, his mother Anderson, Vanderbilt, Anderson right? Cooper. Oh, Cooper. Okay. See, Anderson Cooper and Kathy Anderson Griffin, Cooper. they do the show together. So that's their version of New Year's Eve. Right. And they cut away to the different anchors. Right. So it's kind of like festive and loose that night. 
So that's probably what happened. Some and somebody, you know, was basically, you know, passing and, him some yeah. some gin and juice. Some Dom. Yeah. Some Dom Perry on. And next thing you know, he's <laughs> you go. he's given he's given a story about his dating woes. I mean, wow. you know, it was opened up. Yeah, he opened up. So, it's like, whoa. Wow. So the question is, has CNN already slapped him on the wrist? Or, or he, you know, you, CNN will fire you. No, but care. you know what? They, It's a different CNN, man. I think CNN is so tabloidish. They're getting to that point where Jeff if, Zucker. if it drives his ratings. his ratings and it drives his likes and it, and, and it brings him up without uh, shame, which, you know, quite frankly, it's just a moment of levity, they'll let it go. I think they'll let it go. Well, I don't, I don't well, think. Well, I don't right, think right now, uh, he he's gotten a lot of positive feedback from from the gay community and stuff. Well, see, from that point, they'll just explore yeah. it. Right. It's just gonna it's just gonna be a race. And he's thing. getting offers to be on The Bachelor and other oh, stuff too. Lord, so we go. you know, good good fun. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Is there a Bachelor for gay men? Uh, there probably is. I don't know, but hey, that that does not stop um, networks if it's if it's if it's a rating bonanza. <laughs> He'll I mean, do it. think about it. I mean, look at CNN. The, the guy in charge of CNN is Jeff Zuckerman. Yeah. Zuckerman was the guy that started Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So he was the guy that, quite honestly, allowed Trump to um, to really pimp CNN. Yeah. And so, you know, hey, it's all about ratings now. It's not about uh, journalistic integrity. Yeah, yeah. They, and yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll monitor that. All right, y'all, light. We'll pivot real quick. Uh, a couple of things happened on the uh, celebrity side. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, passed away. Yeah, man. I felt, yeah. That was part of my youth, man. Yeah, and and they're still doing tributes to this day. Um, you know, and uh, the day after Debbie Reynolds, her mom died. Wow. And don't know if y'all know, but I think, didn't the son, the son has, has passed? No. Or he he's ill or something's going on. One of the brothers or I don't know. Um, I think she might have had a brother that passed prior. Prior, okay. But yeah, I think there was a brother had, that had already passed before right. Debbie Fisher did. Right. Okay. But, yeah. Know, so she, you know, they were next door neighbors. Who? Uh, Debbie and uh, and Carrie. Wow. Okay. I was watching CBS Sunday Morning. And they were saying that you know they're they're actually next door neighbors and and uh, they're doing a show. There's a show that that was to come out on HBO. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a reality, uh, not a show, but a, a, a documentary about right. their life. Mm-hmm. And um, it was supposed to come out toward the end of right. uh, this year, but I think they're going to push it push it up a little bit. You know, bit I didn't know that she wrote it. Postcards from the Edge. Really? I didn't know that either. Yeah, I mean, she was a prolific, oh. r- prolific writer. Now, yeah. Carrie? Is yeah, Carrie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I had heard. I, I did know that. And, you know, but it's not unusual. We've seen situations before where... Uh, couples that have been together for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one dies and the next day the other one dies too. I mean, yeah. it happens. And, yeah. you know, medically there's no, uh, you know, name for it. But uh, some people will say that the other person died of a broken heart. Yeah, that's kind of um, like the only reason they were hanging on for that person. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, you know, and I've seen situations before where they've said, you know, I don't want to live without, you know, my mouth, my, my spouse, mm-hmm. my mate, my yeah. daughter. Yeah. And I don't want to live without them. And and someone said mm-hmm. that supposedly they heard her say that, um, I guess, the day before she didn't want to live without her. Yeah, so. that, that, that's, I heard that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that um, she um, one of her biggest fears was that she did not want Carrie to die before her. Wow. And that she wanted to be with, with Carrie. That's what her son said. So. That's what well, she said. Yeah, that's what she said. I want to be with man. Carrie. That, that's going to make the documentary that comes out. 
Oh, the uh, Lifetime TV movie? On, no, it's coming out on HBO. HBO oh, did okay. a, this is like a, an actual documentary gotcha. following how they how she grew up with mm-hmm. her like my mother daughter kind of thing. So oh, wow. it's gonna really make it poignant, you know, bittersweet. So we'll we'll see. They're they're actually gonna have I think the funeral same day. Um, no, it, no. Is, so is yeah. Eddie Fisher? Eddie's dead, right? Yeah, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie was Debbie's husband. Carrie's father. Carrie's father. Carrie's he father. Left. Yeah, yeah. He, he left. He left her to yeah. go with uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. So and and, uh, uh, and, and her and um, Carrie and Elizabeth Taylor. Um, actually became good friends yeah. and she style had this running joke she said elizabeth taylor did the best thing in her life that was <laughs> to take eddie fisher out of her life <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right uh charlie sheen had a tweet that basically said if since we're kind of talking about death uh that um he'd hope for god to take trump next mm, i don't know if y'all yeah, heard, heard about, about that. that i haven't heard about that but i, I was looking at a tweet yeah. Uh, by the by yeah. the by the Pew Foundation. Okay. And close to seventy percent of Americans think that Trump will not want to remain president because of the duties involved mm-hmm. with the job, the depth of what is required. It's going to be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I've never, I, I've I've heard that on a couple of occasions in some things I've read. I've heard everything from people saying. He won't finish out the four years um, for various reasons. He's not up to it. Um, you know, of course, we know he's not up to it mentally, but I think they're referring to his physical state. Mm-hmm. And and then there's, you know, a faction of people that saying, you know, somebody's going to kill him. I mean, I just don't even remember hearing that about President Obama. Yeah. Well, and you would have thought, you know, from a racial perspective, you would have heard more you know, commentary about that, but I don't remember hearing that at all. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a lot about, you know, and and who knows, listen, Charlie Sheen has been known to, to, you know, do some things too. He might've been in his alcohol at the time also. Not that that's an excuse. I mean, it's like consider the source. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just kind of, you know, yeah. uh, It might as well well be national inquiry. (laughs) You know, uh, comedian Ricky Harris, uh, passed away. Uh, Ricky, um, was on Def Comedy Jam. Uh, he was on Everybody Hates Chris, the neighbor, mm-hmm. Malvo, that was crazy. Right. Uh, always doing shady stuff. Uh, Poetic hip- Justice. He was a hip-hop Alicia. comic. He was, really, yeah, he was one of he those was. hip-hop comics. Yeah, he, most recently he was in the movie Dope. He was good friends with Snoop, um, Ice Cube. He was from Long Beach. Right. So he and Snoop were pretty tight, kind of like a big brother to Snoop. So, um, he was, what, 53, 54, something uh, like that? Yeah, I think so. He was 53. Um, and, and how did it would, how did he die? It was a heart attack. Uh, I think it was heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at 53, man, I mean, young, young, um, Serena Williams got, uh, engaged. got engaged to Reddit founder, Alex, you know how to say his name? No. Ohanian. No. You okay. know, you, you know, you know, he left, <laughs> he left his sister to go with Serena. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. you know, there's I, a trend. I guess he said once you go black, you can you don't go back. <laughs> you know, you know they lit her up on Twitter, man. And and I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, you know, at this point in her career, in this yeah. point in our country, but she she's kind of te- she's telegraphed basically her preference over the years anyway. So well, I don't know why I they mean, lit her up. I mean, I mean, she she I, it was expected. I mean, you know. Drake was around for a while. Common was around for a yeah, while. Yeah, but you knew that that wasn't gonna last. That was kind of like a flame. Like, like, like Drake and uh, J Lo. You think that's that's gonna last? 
What? Yeah, man. That's the new thing. Drake and J-Lo, man. You heard, you heard that? No, <laughs> I was no, glad TV. No. Are you serious? I'm serious? Where'd you hear that? I'm serious. My daughter was showing it to me. They've been hanging out, man. Uh, They've been hanging Drake? out. Nah, that's just, that's just filler. That's just, well, you I know, think that's just it's, it's PR. Everybody, it's all about PR. Remember now, Drake was hanging around Rihanna for a while until that album album got the sales they wanted, man, you know? So, yeah. you know, well, you know, JLo, JLo needs the boost. So maybe, you know, they could be doing some stuff in the studio. You know, right, right. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, I mean, I mean, Serena, what? She's 34, 35. I yeah, think this yeah. cat is like 31, 32. They're in the it's same, time. They're, they're in the it's same, time. It's time. They're in the same, you know, what is that? The social generation. Yeah, in the same social, social circle, yeah, too, they're man. They're hanging with the, rank, the same folks. So, and, uh, yeah. and, you know, prior to that, he, he was dating a young woman. Mm-hmm. Who was a PhD, a sister, mm-hmm. who was wow. very tight, who went to the Albert Einstein School of Medicine or something like that. Wow. Okay. So this cat right now, I mean, he he has no problems about interracial dating mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And uh and he has no problem about being around smart, strong women. Yeah, yeah. So more power to it. More power to both of them. All right, jump on in there, Evie. Make a comment. I know you got something. No, no, no. I wish him both well. Yeah. I, I wish them both well. I don't well. know why. I see no issues with it. You know, Rand will tell you I'm an, you know, I'm an international opportunity dater as Yeah, well. and you know what? You said you you were talking about uh, you and your girls were hanging out. Y'all were drinking, had the Friday night girls night Was out. that Zinfandel or Merlot? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I think it was Merlot. Uh, I, think, I think it was Merlot. They, they, they drink both. You know, I'm not a big drinker. I was so, drinking my Perrier, but, you know, hey. But, you know, you can't come down on, on somebody who find, who when you find somebody, you connect. You just move. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It yeah. just doesn't matter. And especially Taran. today. <laughs> when, I'm, I'm opening you know, up, brother. I'm opening up, brother. Today when, as it relates to my yeah, daughters. Now, me, me, I like women that got to relax in their hair. Okay? Or they go natural. But uh, I understand. I mean, the world has okay, changed, now, brother. Now, which one? You can't have right, it both. Right. Uh, relax or natural? Which hey, one do you want? Hey, hey. I, I just want a woman who can relate oh. to a Oh hot cone who, who can relate to my culture you okay. know so you know there we go well, right, you know, excuse go me very much but it wasn't <laughs> african-american women who started the whole weave thing okay weave okay i didn't know that yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah yeah don't you remember like share back in the day yeah Cher, mm-hmm. you would see share one day she'd have a little short haircut mm-hmm. then she'd have his hair down her back i mean truly it was caucasian women who started the whole concept of adding hair okay as we know it there you go. Weaves and wigs. Yeah, there you got it. Hey, you got anything? Pivot light. Uh, wow. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to the movies this week, brother. Oh, you, what? Yeah, I'm going to. The what movie. was the last movie you saw, man? Oh uh, man, I can't even tell you, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really can't even tell. I, I, uh, was it race? I'm no. talking about in the theater. Year ago, race. I mean, that was a movie about Jesse Owens. Yeah, that was early 2016. That was summer, man. Stop. That was, was it? That was a summer, man. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it might have been Jason. It's all over HBO it now. It might have been Jason Bourne. It might have been Jason Bourne, the last Jason Bourne movie. Okay. 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 Well, uh, guys, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I saw Hidden Figures. Okay. Ah, I'm okay. going to see that. Okay. I'm going to and see I'm that with my daughter. Best movie, best movie, best movie. Okay. Wow. All right. I got something. Mm-hmm. All right. I was, um, I got a couple questions. Mm-hmm. So. If you had to tell someone, what are your top three black movies you need to see? What would they be? No, tell of someone. Of all time or of current time? Let's say, let's say of current. If you said, look, I want you to see these, because I put it, I, let, me take a, let me take a step back. Mm-hmm. If you had to tell a young person okay. to go to the movies to see an African-American movie, 
Mm-hmm. Just like you would tell them now right. to go see Hidden Figures. Right. So Because right. you, Evie, you saw it and you feel like it'd be so what great we, for so you. What we that's, a, that's a must. So okay. what would you, you okay. say three to five movies be? Evie, I'll let you start off. Okay. Ooh, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, definitely Hidden Figures. Okay. Um, without a doubt. Now, I have not seen Fences yet. I was going to try to check that out this week. I hear it's good, so I can't really put a vote out there for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, black movies. Black movies? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, it could be one over the last 25 years, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. you want to say Boys in the Hood, I don't care. You know, you can say that. Boys in the Hood was good. Good for its time. Now, it's time. You know, I'm going to have to think about that one in a minute. You caught me off guard, Rand, because All right, let me jump you know, in. I'm, really, I'm okay. really into the more, you know, the whole... The whole um, documentary thing so go ahead and jump in all right I'll, I'll give you i'll give you what you what i think are mine okay okay i think um and and, and I'm, I'm gonna take it small screen big screen all right um i think every millennial should look at should view the original roots i got okay? that down not the current one but I mean, it's cool to have the new generation, but you got to see the old one. I got I that's one of my that's yeah. one of my. Um, I'd say Glory, Glory with okay. Denzel, okay, and and Morgan Freeman can't go wrong with that. Movie. Um, and uh, I'd say The Color Purple, uh, even though uh, it's it's much more dramatic. The the reason I'm big on The Color Purple is because it's such a big movie. With, with impactful black stars. So, you know, I think it's something, if they hadn't seen it, eventually they should. Okay. And it's artistic. Um, it's artistic. It is. And, 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 At least and, you didn't say Daughters of the Dust, brother. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to get that one along with uh, uh, Beloved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> still scratching my head. Saying, okay. Mm, okay. All right. uh, do the right thing. Okay. Spike. Okay. Uh, mm. I, I think they need to see, you know, do the right thing for the debate. And because mm. a lot of that, quite frankly, is relevant. Right. Um, with Radio Rahim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rest in peace, Bill Nye. With Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the neighborhoods. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, it speaks about to a lot gentr- of things gentrification and a within, lot of stuff, within right? the neighborhood that, that we're dealing with. And, you know, it was ahead of its time. Okay. Um, and it was one of, one of Spike's best. Okay. Uh, the Great Debaters. Okay. With, yeah, um, that definitely would be on my list. And and I, I mentioned Denzel because he's you know Denzel is kind of and got it was two two movies with Denzel. Yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of my top five, and I throw in just for some seasoning, for a classic classic way back. Uh-huh. Um, I think I, I think they should see To Kill a Mockingbird. With okay, uh, Scout Gregory uh, Peck. Gregory Peck, one of my all time favorite movies because um, it dealt with race in a time when somebody like a Gregory Peck really had to be damn courageous to step up. Yes. Right. Um, right. And it is, uh, you know. Uh, you, you know who's becoming this generation's Gregory Peck on stuff like that? Who's that? Um, Tom Costner. I mean. Uh, Tom Cruise? No. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, I would put him in that category. But you because know, of because right. of the, the you know hidden who, figures you know in addition to a like, black and white. You know who else has become like that? But uh, they do a lot behind the screen. Brad yeah. Pitt. You think? Yes. Brad Pitt. I mean, yes. like, like uh, yes. well, he has to. Like Moonlight. I mean, he. I mean, the, the people don't realize he has been behind a lot of the African American films that have gone. Well, in. he's got daughter. His daughter. Right. But but I'm just saying African American. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying so right. that, that he has he has kind of become a, this generation's Gregory Peck in wow. terms of looking at looking at uh, 
sto- a variety of stories, diverse mm-hmm. stories, and wow. put them to the screen. Mm-hmm. So, Tommy, I think you got a good, you got a, you got some good ones there. I, I got a couple. You know, Tom, you know what, Tom? I'm surprised, and mm-hmm. Rand, you might have this one, but you didn't have Malcolm X in there. Well, here's why. I, I think Malcolm X was a good. I would add it. Okay, but if maybe That's in his top ten, maybe yeah, definitely in the top ten. And and okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because it's been on on cable um, within the last month. It was it it, came, it ran quite a bit, right? And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Denzel and Fences right. you always time it for marketing purposes. So, but but you're right, Evie. Um, I would say even though like we were uh, in the industry real time when the movie came out, um, it, it it is one of Spike's best, and quite frankly, it is probably one of the best. Docu-dramas, dramas, mm. biographies done. Better than the Jackson's man. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one? But it is one of the best. Because okay. if you look at like a, a what is his name? Uh, Stone, Oliver Stone, and the way he twisted mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spike Lee was fairly accurate. Okay. You know, with, with um, his, his, even when it came down to how he used um, the, uh, the quotes and the news footage to match. I mean, right. they, they recreated the, a lot of the newsreel mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, I agree. That That's okay. something I would add. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Naran. Okay. Uh, I got roots like you. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is one is maybe bypassed you guys. Mm-hmm. HBO did a movie called Boycott. Okay. Starring Jeffrey Wright. And it was, and it was about the Montgomery bus boycott. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I like about it, one thing is Jeffrey mm-hmm. Wright, uh, again, um, a lot of people don't realize, um, in today's terms, when the boys boycott happened, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King would have been considered a millennial. He was 26 years old. Yeah. So wow. what I liked about that, it showed how advocacy, mm-hmm. how people at the grassroots level mm-hmm. can get together and plan and be very strategic. Okay. Because okay. quite frankly, that boycott changed history. It changed the world, right? Yeah. Now, this was an HBO movie, so if you, don't, no, if you have counts. HBO, okay. Yeah. Uh, another one, um, Aquila and the Bee. Mm. Let me tell you why. Because oh, that's a good one. The, the, reason, the reason why yeah. I selected this one is because I wanted to, to me, it shows how, regardless of what your circumstance is, mm-hmm. how you can stretch yourself and do something that you're not familiar with. Here's yeah. a girl from South Central mm-hmm. getting in a spelling bee mm-hmm. and being competitive. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that's a great story for, for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I you agree. can go beyond your, your comfort level mm-hmm. and still be competitive. Yeah. And I, I, what I also liked about that movie was the camaraderie that was built where the parents were so contentious and, right. and you know, and so I guess they were so hard on that the, I don't want to give it away, but the, the kid mm-hmm. who she was competing against. But the kids basically, you know. They looked at each other. They looked at each other. Differently. Differently. Right. You know, right. so the camaraderie there right. in terms of how you um, deal with pressure. Okay, yeah. and another one, soul food. Yeah, soul food. Because is, it is celebrates yeah. the African-American family. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, we don't have enough films mm-hmm. that really talk about family. Yeah. Particularly in, in a very positive way. Um, yeah. And then another one, I'm kind of torn between. And mm-hmm. this, Tommy, you're going to find this kind of funny. Um, <laughs> it's either going to, it's a tie between the wood and the five heartbeats. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why, because... Mm-hmm. These movies are like on some I of the few movies. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Yeah, man. Because they talk about black male friendship. Yeah, agreed. And, you know, and agreed. one of the things is, I know my, my daughter, she's writing a paper right now. She was on, mm-hmm. on media. And she said one of the things is that you don't see uh, intelligent black men in movies that are not angry. Yeah. Agreed. You know, here are some guys that, 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 that they got together mm-hmm. and, and, and had a common goal and they persevered with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, Malcolm X, I think, is a great movie because it talks about transformation. Yeah. You know, yeah. how Malcolm... Then you know what? Then you guys are going to love Hidden Figures. And without giving any of the movie away, mm-hmm. I will say this to you. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed by the portrayal of the African-American family mm-hmm. and the men mm-hmm. and how they were so supportive of the women. You don't see right. that a lot in movies. Right. You know, they filmed yeah. that here yeah. in, in, in Atlanta. Really? Wow. No, they uh, filmed everything in Atlanta. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah. the, the Air Force base was Dobbins. Up in Marietta, wow! And wow. then the um, the buildings uh, the was um, old uh, Georgia Mental Health on the, on uh, on Claremont. I mean, not Claremont, but uh, um, Brockliffe. Brockliffe, yeah, I know that. Brockliffe Road, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so th- they did that, mm-hmm. and so uh, cool. So, well, can I jump in with my couple of documentaries just to add oh, to the list? Of I got, I got one. I got one. I'll say when you get finished. Yeah, go ahead. I got one more too. Go ahead. Okay. Um, documentary called Slavery by Another Name. Yes. Did you guys ever see that? Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. When, when did that come that out? Is a, that came out in, let me think, like, it's about four years old, so like mm. maybe 2012, 2011 okay. or 2012. Right. Wow. Okay. Uh, PBS put it out there um, based on a book, and yes. I can't think of the author's name. I actually have the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but amazing documentary, because if you think about it, between slavery and say the 1940s and 50s, where were all the, what were the black men doing? What were the brothers doing? What were they doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you hear about the women being domestic servants mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, but what were the brothers doing? Where were they? So this is, this to me is a must see. I got to check that and, out. Um, and then recently on Netflix, I discovered a movie that I actually had my daughter and one of her friends watch with me called Poverty Inc. Yes, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Halfway through it, now my daughter and her friend, both millennials, halfway through it, my daughter starts crying. Yes. She's li- she mm-hmm. literally started crying. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to add those two in the mix to, you know, all the others that you guys have mentioned that I think are phenomenal motion picture movies. But there's some real strong work being done in the documentary world oh, that yeah. doesn't necessarily always get the, you know, press and publicity right. that it perhaps deserves, mm-hmm. but... And by the way, the gentleman who wrote Slavery by Another Name just happened to be a uh, white guy who used to work for um, Turner Broadcasting and got a hold of this story, followed the folks uh, generationally, and um, it's a must-read. Right. It's a must-see. Right. Got to check that out. So I, so I, I had to add those two in there. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm, I've made my daughters both watch um, um, uh, Eyes on the Prize. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's, that's a, a great one. one. Mm-hmm. I just saw a very good one this weekend on Netflix. Not on Netflix. On Stars. Okay. Uh, the bleaching of brown culture. Oh wow. And huh. it is phenomenal, but because it, it talks about how mm-hmm. our um, how our culture is you being. Need, you is, need to get that man. <laughs> is being. That's his alarm. Is is being changed. <laughs> yeah. And how uh, the browning, how the bleaching of our, our culture mm-hmm. by other cultures, how mm-hmm. uh, has been stolen in mm-hmm. so many ways. Okay. And it was it really opened my daughter's eye because she didn't under she did not realize they showed this one scene. Mm-hmm. A man is walking to his 
his mailbox. Okay, mm-hmm. he reaches and opens up the mailbox, and they have a they flash a a a, 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 a flash over a black man invented the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. his son. What? All right, hold on, hold on now. So his son is running across the street, and his son is playing with a water gun. Mm, it's a yeah. super soaker invented yeah. by a black man. Yep. Okay. His From Atlanta. Yeah, right, Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie. Listen, yeah, um, yeah. His wife pulls into the driveway. Mm-hmm. She she turns the car off, mm-hmm. and it says keychain invented by a black man. Mm. Okay. His youngest daughter has a a tablet in her hand, an eye tablet, an iPad. iPad. Okay. Okay. The technology behind it was patented by a black woman. Wow. Uh, then he has his oldest son with the iPhone up to his ear. Again, the wireless technology. So what they were saying is that these are things that we have made, mm-hmm. but the way the society has bleached us out of the out of the conversation. Wow. You would never know the co- accomplishments that we've made as as a, as a people. Mm. So. Well, will you guys have me back on as a guest after you've both seen Hidden Figures, so we can talk about yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we will. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Hey, um, because yeah. because one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is how all this happened 50 some odd years ago, but we're all just finding out about it now because you know President Obama, you know, gave this award to Catherine. But how? Yeah, there's a book. How can it's such based important on book, history? Right. Yeah, I don't be know. If, yeah, I, for I know. So many years. The, the writer yeah. of the book, Dad, mm-hmm. worked at the facility. Yeah, and, yeah. and Catherine Johnson was a family friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's how the book came came about. Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. And so, because how long has the book been out? When, when the did it... book's been out probably about three or four years. Yeah, it's been yeah, just within the last three, three or four. Yeah. yeah, but again, at the same time, though, a lot of t- when you think about it, uh, because of the height of the Cold War, mm-hmm. a lot of those individuals had to sign these security clearance, you know, non disclosure yeah. things. So yeah. that's one reason why, Evie, that a lot of this is new to us because. The statute of limitations has run out on some of those those things, so now they can discuss some of the things that they did. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I throw in one more movie? Look, look at him, man! Look at him. <laughs> I got to throw in one more. Okay. Did you throw in your one? What I, was the one? I just threw in a, the, my the, doc. The, my doc. Okay. Okay. Um, and and y'all might. Well, I don't care. Love Jones. And and here's why. I had it down. Here's why. Love Jones. Well, here's here's why. That movie was ahead if, of its time. If you look at what was going on in black cinema. 19, 1997. Yeah. Um, it was very much about like Boys in the Hood. Menace to Society. Menace to Society. A um, lot of movies. New that, Jack City. Absolutely. Gangster. Yeah, it was gangster. Uh, quote unquote, like, you know, CNN, or black America type stuff. But one of the things that Love Jones um, does and I think should get credit for is how it portray black relationships without it becoming, you know, over the top. Um, you know, when, when you look at the relationships within the movie, how they develop the friendships, you know, pretty much the way you summed up the brothers, what was the movie? The brothers and, um, some of the wood and, and the, yeah, the wood, well, and, the wood which came I would out around the, the same too. time. They yeah. The wood right. and five heartbeats, you know, and how the camaraderie was there. Uh, this was about young African American singles on the single scene and how how it evolved. So I, I do think um, because it it shows relationships without that quote unquote drama. Somebody getting shot, somebody getting you know put in jail for drugs. It was it's very much just about the people. As a matter of fact, it was funny because when when it came out, 
um, a lot of folks, because of what was going on in film, got up and walked out because they said, oh, ain't nothing happening in this movie. It's kind of boring. Yeah. But but it, it's become like this cult movie that yeah. everybody says, well, well, now it's on my list. Well, it's kind of interesting because yeah. it, it opened up the door for subsequent uh, movies like The Best Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it did. Brown Sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, another bo- another movie I know, I, I, I've seen it like 20 times over the holidays when my, my daughters love it, Love and Basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's movie. what I was going to say. Excellent that's a movie. great movie. It, yeah. so it, that's a great movie. Because, yeah. you know, two can play that game, mm-hmm. deliver us from evil. Because you really look at it, look at all those movies, they, they use kind of like the same cast of, yeah. of individuals. And yeah. this is, you know, you're seeing a young Gabrielle Union, a mm-hmm. young Neil Long. Yeah. You know. Because I think it, it got to a point or gets to a point where you want to go and enjoy uh, an African-American themed movie without, uh, you know, something coming up where somebody gets shot. Even when you look at uh, maybe looking at um, uh, Moonlight, which mm-hmm. have you seen Moonlight yet? Even, yet did you see yet. it? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I think I should add that one to the must see list. Yeah, and and even with Brad Moonlight, Pitt. Brad Pitt, that was part of him. Wow, okay, yeah. wow, okay. With Moonlight, um, there's probably like early on where you got the drug dealer, and I'm not going to give it away, but outside of that, it really is kind of relationship driven. It's it's very much about the emotions of the character. In a lot of cases, we don't get that. It's either we got to go over the top, mm-hmm. funny, or it's got to be. Uh, over the top, brutal. Somebody gets shot. You know, it's got to be tragedy. You know, it's kind of funny because so, you know, I thought it was cool. You know, I thought it was cool at you know, the time. And did, I still think it's cool. You know, Spike yeah. Lee did a movie that yeah. kind of talked about that issue called Bamboozled. Oh, yeah. It was talking about the expectation uh, of, the, of what, the, either yeah. buffoonery yeah. or or this over the top gangster. Yeah, stuff. it's either got to be either or. And Love Jones yeah. kind of puts you in right. Oh, these are real people. Right, they're going through real stuff. And I think this kind of stuff. And that I think I that's where some people land when it comes to Tyler Perry. Yeah. They think he's more on the. It's got to be a little on the buffoon on, on the buffoonery side. That's where some people feel. Yeah. Okay. And so, but yeah, I I, th- I like those movies right there, man. Those some good movies right there. But okay. hey, man, um, Evie, I know you're a big PBS person, right? Okay. Yes, I am. Did you see it last night? Sherlock. <laughs> Season oh, four. <laughs> Season four. <laughs> they yeah. yeah, actually, I watched the um, Downton Abbey marathon for the last two days. Oh, leading gosh. Up to, oh, gosh. You know, to, you, to, oh, up to Sherlock. And, and here's the thing, you know, and I All won't right, I can tell you what happened. I, I, I love hearing Rand bring up Sherlock. That's my, <laughs> see, see, they they, they talk about talking dead, walking dead, whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm going to shut up. You know. Go ahead, y'all. But Sherlock was ahead of his time if you really stop and think about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, stop and think about yeah. it. I mean, and, and the, the BBC, you know, the BBC kind of sees the arts a little bit differently from things that we see no, here BBC in the U.S., is awesome. part of the reason why. That's why it's intelligent TV. Look, BBC, I discovered Luther via the BBC. Oh, man. oh Luther. Luther. Now, that's the so, show right there. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for it to come back. Man, look, they messed my girl it's up. It's going to come back. My, it's going my, to come my back. girl is gone. Which Alice. one? Alice. Oh, Alice. Alice oh, is Al- gone. Alice is gone. Um, um, I, I don't know if I can watch it without Alice. Oh, though. man. Alice was something else. <laughs> that's a relationship. That's a relationship. Oh. I'll be scared hell of oh. right now. 
Yes and no, because at the end of the day, yeah. you know, when when stuff got really hot and shit hit the fan, who did he turn to? Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Alice. Alice was the girl, man. Uh, Alice was his girl. No, Alice was that chick. Was just, you want me? To, you want me to handle that for you? You want me to handle it? You want oh, me to take him out? <laughs> she, she is. He she, would say. He would say. Now, Alice. Don't do anything. <laughs> she is like ride and die to the extreme. She's back. She's looking. She's watching. The you know I don't know if y'all and, and I'm a, I'm gonna jump to another movie real quick. Did y'all ever see um, Devil in a Blue Dress? Yes. Okay. Yes. You remember Mouse? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. I Mouse. Oh, yeah. Mouse was Alice is like Mouse. Yeah. People just wind up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy, what, what, Denzel went back to the car and the guy guy was he, he said, "Damn man, I told you not to stab him." He said. I didn't. I choked him. <laughs> I did what you told me. <laughs> he said, I told you not to, no stabbing, no shooting or something. He said, I choked him. <laughs> it was like, right. damn. But, but before you go too off, psycho. To say he was this, psycho. Though, I mean, I'm a big fan of yeah. um, Idris Elba. Yeah. I mean, a huge fan for a lot of reasons. Really? But to me. Really? Okay, really? Yes, yes. yes. Seriously? But, but, but truthfully, when you think you about. You and two million other black know, women outside. All that he plays. Yeah. I'm talking about his acting ability now, Rand. <laughs> when you think about the roles that he's played, and I think yeah. he's done some good stuff. Yeah. But that that character of Luther yeah. cannot be an easy character no, to play. Not at all. You know, and I know that the, the story has won, um, you know, several Emmy nominations, but I don't know that um, uh, that Idris has been recognized, or has he won anything? Well, I, I don't. I don't know if I tell you. I discovered. And and I found it on on Netflix, and I watched. I say I watched one episode. Man, I binge watched because once you watch one, right? Yeah, you got you can't stop. So and what you binge watching these days, brother? I have not, man. I, this is the probably one of the first uh, holidays I really didn't binge watch. I had a lot of stuff going on, just moving around, taking the kids everywhere. What, what, what about you, Evie? You been uh, well? You I've just, been, yeah. I've been binge watching outside of PBS. Are you ready for this? Okay. The last two days, I've been watched. The Twilight Zone Marathon. Um, yeah, I had that on too. Oh, I had gosh. that on rolling because you know everything. You know all the episodes, but it's still you watch it. Yeah, okay. but it's but it but now talk about yeah. a series ahead of its time. Yes, it was. That was one that was really ahead. Yeah, of its I, time. I, 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 all, I mean social Rod social Sterling commentary. Was you know who the new Rod Sterling is, right? Who's, Who's that? that? Forrest Whitaker. You think? Forrest Whitaker is no, he is hosting the new episodes of the new Twilight Zone. I Come on, that, guys! I thought that came and went. It. Is it still going on? I thought it came and yes, went. It's new. That's oh, like, wow. huh? Wow, I didn't know that. When is it new, yeah. Evie? Well, hey. I I discovered it about maybe. <laughs> Damn, it's new to Evie. Uh, Evie, that came out like ten years ago. <laughs> that ain't like new. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, that, that's. Are like, you kidding me? Yeah, for, Forest. No, oh. they were doing. They did. They did a reboot. You're right. CBS did a reboot, right? They did of of Twilight Zone, and he was the host. And I think they still show a lot of the. Uh, when where did you see it? Did you see it on Netflix, or you saw it on? No, I saw it on regular TV. I yeah. discovered it on regular TV really within the last like six months. Yeah, they uh, and 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 the, it's well done. It's just like uh, Black Black Mirror. Yeah. How well Black Mirror is done? Even you have Netflix. 
Yes, I do. You need to check out Black Mirror. Yes, you do. It's 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 a yeah. it's a I, it, it's either a BBC or ITV. Yeah, it's, it, one, it's, uh, it's yeah. it's a British one, and, and each episode is different. But let me tell you, if you okay. like Twilight Zone, you'll you'll love it. You'll love Black Mirror. You'll, okay. I mean, it, it, Black it, Mirror. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. And I'm see, they they just uh, this year came out with another. Uh, season, right? So you got uh, about two, three seasons, and it's only like a couple of shows per season. Yeah, so you'll, go, like, you'll get through it pretty quick. You, you know how the you know how the, the BBC and British guys, you know, a season them is like five episodes. Yeah, you know, and each episode right. is like an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, you'll enjoy it if you like that kind of if you like Twilight Zone, you know, Tales from Dark Side, that kind of thing. It's all technology driven, the right. the uh, concept of each one, but it's 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 really very good. It's well done. It's well done. I, I I'd say it was. I don't know if you and I had a conversation. We about saw it. we saw an episode yeah. Yeah. that I've seen before. Yep. it was even there was this one episode about a British prime minister. You got to oh, see. Oh, you got to see it. It it is <laughs> okay. It is right. over I'm, the I'm, top. I'm going to binge watch the whole thing for the rest of the day. Oh. And then the one last thing I have to ask you guys about series wise is the story of us. Oh yeah, that was on this week. Very good with um, uh, with what's his name, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. And um, yeah, you got to go back to the very beginning. What's his name from that. Die Hard? Bruce Willis. Story of Us. Uh, no, is that the one you're talking what? about? No, you're talking about the one no. where, the, where, the, where the brother finds his father. Oh, he no, was adopted. I'm sorry. That is, there's a story of yeah. us, too. That yeah. is a story of us, but I don't remember Bruce Willis in that. No, no, Michelle, that's there's another story of us, but it's Michelle Pfeiffer and Bruce Willis, and it came on this week. Oh, no, she's talking about a series. Oh, no, no, this is a, a series. series. This is a series. Ah, okay. There's a movie about? called yeah. Story of Us. Well, okay. Uh, so, you, But that was good. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. I digress. All right. Um, <laughs> An alert um, upcoming. You okay. guys might want to see this. Okay. You, you guys uh, remember the movie Straight Outta Compton? Yeah. Remember the guy that played yes. Dr. Dre? Yeah. Well, his name yep. is Corey Hawkins. He's going to be in a new show called 24 Legacy on Fox. Okay. Where he's going to be like a... Um, a CIA agent. Oh, okay. So that is the only new show, African-American show, that's mm-hmm. scheduled to come out mm-hmm. uh, in the early part of the year. So you need to check it you out. You know what? I, I see so much. Again, I, I go back to the fact that, man, there's just so much content right now. Right. Even when you look at Amazon Video, Prime, and all that, there's just so much content. I, I won't even miss what's going on on the network. I don't. I don't. I right, barely watch right, it. Right. So, hey, um, round table. Do we have one other movie? Are we good with that? Okay. I guess we're good. Let's go around around the table real quick. If y'all have anything, you got anything, Rand? Uh, not right now. Mm-hmm. Let me think about something. Evie, you got something? Yep. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, a lot of people. It's you know, 2017. It's the day after the new year. People like to have goals and you know, I guess resolutions for lack of a better word. And so I just kind of wanted to mention that um, in looking towards 2017, um, one of my goals is the pathway of truly discovering financial independence. Hmm. That's not becoming independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. But discovering, mm-hmm. discovering financial independence is one of my goals. And then creating a giving co-op with like-minded people so that we can give and support um, not necessarily organizations, but causes that we have similar interest in. So so those are my two, I would say, overarching goals from 2017 and beyond. You got to keep us up to speed with how that's going. 
you know, on, on the show every week because that that's a it's process. No, I mean, but it's a it's a great concept that uh, more of us need to be, especially in the African American community right now, need to be focused on on both of them. Yeah, both. on both. both. So so yeah. so definitely let us know how that's going, and, and you know, we're gonna challenge you and encourage you throughout that because that's that's a you know it's a great cause. It's needed right now in yeah. a major way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump in real quick and just give a couple of things for 2017, you know, because uh, I'm the geek of the crew, the, the gadget, the gadget guy and uh, looking to 2017 for things to look out for gadget wise. OK, um, if uh, if you if you feel you didn't have enough of them, uh, 2017 is going to be a big smartphone year for 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 even Samsung ran. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so what does that mean for us Apple people? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, the iPhone 8 is due to come out. Eight. Um, okay, so should I wait? Should I skip the 7 and wait on the 8? Yeah, well, to, to mark I, the iPhone's 10th anniversary this year, uh, Apple is expected uh, to overhaul the phone's design. And one of the models could swap the liquid crystal, the LCD display, uh, for one made up of organic light-emitting diodes that will wrap around the gadget's edges. And uh, these OLED displays are thinner, lighter, more flexible LCDs. Uh, Samsung's Galaxy Edge phones sport a similar design and have been called gimmicky. Uh, Apple appears to be trying to make the feature more useful by enabling the phone to react when you touch any of the sides instead of just one. So the iPhone, uh, that's one of the things, iPhone 8. Will the screen crack? That's, 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 what <laughs> that's, that, that's, my, that's my question. When y'all going to make an unbreakable screen? That's right. what I need. Uh, Samsung, Gal- Samsung Galaxy 8, uh, Samsung's flag, uh, flagship gadget, the Galaxy S, S8, uh, could rehabilitate the company's reputation, which is tarnished by the botched uh, Galaxy Note 7 recall. But only if the phone delights consumers, et cetera, and, and doesn't spontaneously burst into flames. So okay? when's the estimated uh, rollout date of that, that, that iPhone? I'm just curious. Uh, it, it, it doesn't say specifically, but you should probably, we should probably go on and look at the anniversary of the iPhone mm-hmm. because it's probably going to come out around that same date. Okay. Okay. They usually do it in the fall. Yeah. Um, and I think they do it intentionally to kind of get the rush on for the Christmas holidays. Yep. So if they're if they're looking at trying to release it around the 10th anniversary of the phone, that's probably going to be when it comes out. Okay. And and by the way, the uh, the S8 is also rumored to pack an extremely high resolution 4K display and a second rear camera and an iris scanner. So you can for added security, they they're adding an iris scanner. Uh, Samsung is also coming out with a foldable phone. Okay, Um, it's a uh, concept where you've got a phone that starts as a tablet that can be minimized to a small phone. So that's it's foldable. That's a trip. Okay, Uh, you don't y'all use Microsoft Surface Surface at all? I don't have one. You've heard about it, right? Heard of it? Yeah, I see the commercials. Well, they're coming out with a phone in 2017. So now that's the thing that's been missing to compete with the iPad. They're coming out with a phone. So like them, they're going to be like Google. Yeah. Amazon had a phone. We'll see. You know. Yeah, the big thing, and I don't know if y'all y'all are using this, but um, there's a new uh, virtual reality uh, headset that's coming out uh, from Vive, the Vive Two. Um, and, and what is it? HTC, it's, it's expected to cut the cable because it's been having, you have to connect. Um, you don't have to tether it to your devices. Um, 
I'm not, it can be connected wirelessly. So now when you do virtual reality, you'll be able to move throughout the room okay. without being tethered. So that's that's the big thing about it. Uh, Android Wear 2.0 smartwatches. Now the smartwatch is kind of fell, falling flat, um, but this is supposed to be an Android Wear using Google, their Android operating system, and it lets the users download and run apps on their watches. Whereas, you know, when you use the watches now, you have to kind of link with your devices now mm -hmm. it, it, they're trying to make the the uh, watch more independent of other devices so those are the big things to expect in tech and the other thing is the smart house is supposed to explode you if, if y'all have been hearing about the uh the voice recognized artificial intelligence yeah the all these little what do you call the, them the google uh, you google the, has the one concierge the concierge Amazon. Process, echo yep. yeah. Yeah. amazon things. has one too but i tell you the reviews yeah. for um for them has been questionable in terms of privacy yeah yeah that's the thing and then that's the big thing they gotta fix so but that is the thing that you're going to hear more about people connecting doing the smart home and using these devices I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to use that on my locks, you know, anytime yeah. soon. But, well, you know, it really started. You know. It really started with uh, with G, GM and, and the OnStar system. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's where it really started. I think the one on uh, the, the Amazon one that I read about was called the Alexa Smart Home. Yeah, Alexa. Yeah. 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 yeah but what, you know, I looked up the reviews. It's had some mixed reviews. Actually, my mother has one. She loves it. Yeah. Uh, she loves it. But I think, to, to your point, the privacy issues, that, that's a big issue. Right there. You remember the big hacking that yeah. happened? A lot of the hacking happened because of these smart devices, because they're always on. on. Right. And well, you know, in Russia, you know, one yeah. of the, they found the hacking footprints on a utility yes. in Vermont. Yes. They hack into the electrical grid. Right. And they can control. So can I ask you guys grid. something? Yeah. Maybe we should do a whole show about what happens when the grid goes down. <laughs> you in touch. You in touch. You in touch. You got it. You know what? I just want to know. It's a big once deal. you get your whole, house, it's a big your whole deal. house is wired up, your phone's wired up, your doors, everything's wired up. Yeah. What are you going to do when the grid goes out, guys? You're not going to be able to get your car out the garage. Yeah. You're well, not going to be able to unlock your door. What are you going to do? Well, Evie, you, you got a great point. I was at um, Georgia Tech several months ago, and I met a young cat, and he has a business, and they are trying to solve that problem from the standpoint of trying to prevent the hacking. Yeah. Because what they're finding, because, you know, cars are now being stolen by being hacked. Mm -hmm. Well, they yeah. literally can steal your car, and no one's driving it. Wow. You know, no yeah. one, people can break in. And so, but, but you're absolutely right because it goes beyond just, you know, not open, unlocking your doors. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. someone can literally can control you in your life. Yeah. But I, I do, Evie, you know, I'm I'm about, you know, that that walking dead, you know. Oh, gosh. Zombie apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> oh I've been watching Stranger Things. Have you seen that? No, I hadn't seen it, but I got to check it out. Yeah, I've seen First episode. episode. It was a little weird. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's a it's playing homage to Goonies. Yeah, yeah. to the Goonies. But I'm here to tell you, man. Well, so, you so, what, be ready. so what am I going to tell both of you guys? It's just yeah. if you can make if you can figure out if you can get a bicycle or something and drive over to my house. <laughs> That's it. You got to. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready, guys. So yeah. I'm just I know, hey. I know I know you, you, hey, you know what? You got here's, that bunker. Here's the thing. If I could do it, uh, I don't know if y'all heard you've heard about it. Um, they make solar grids that are. Uh, basically look like 
your roof. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guy, uh, Elon Musk, is yeah. doing that. So they're making like roof panels. Take your shingles off and, yes. your, and, and the shingles will be now solar panels. So I think I think we got to we got to start moving because now the technology is better. Right. And the batteries last longer uh, and the ba- batteries are smaller. Uh, I think we I think we got to be prepared for that because 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 you're right. I mean, you know, now that people can hack into these grids, you know, there's a lot of damage that can be done. So right. I agree. I, ain't a, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's something to think about. All right, y'all. Hey, um, did you have anything else? Did you? Are you all good? I'm done. Evie, you all good? You had I'm anything? Good. I'm good. All right. Uh, w- one of the things, and and um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna wrap. But a, a good friend of mine, man. Uh, you know, people sending out emails. One of the best emails I got was from a guy um, we um, um, in in another life back in the day in in my in my career sent out an interesting email. I'm gonna read a little bit of it. Uh, 2017. This is what he says. It says, 2017, I hope you, you will have a wonderful year. Dream dangerously, outrageously. Make something that didn't exist before uh, before you made it, that you'll be loved and, and you'll be liked, that you will have people to love and to like in return. And most importantly, because I think there should be more kindness and more wisdom in the world right now, that you will, and uh, when you need to be, be wise and that you will always be kind. Uh, for this year, my wish for each of us is in, is small and very simple, and it's this. I hope that in this year to come, you make mistakes, uh, because if you're making mistakes, uh, then you are making new things, trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, uh, changing yourself, uh, changing the world. Uh, you're uh, doing things you'll, you've never done before, and more importantly, you're doing something. So that's my wish for you and all of us and, and my wish for myself. Uh, make new mistakes, make glorious, amazing mistakes, make mistakes uh, nobody's ever made before. Don't freeze, don't stop, don't worry that it, that it isn't good enough or it isn't perfect. Whatever it is, art, love, work, family, or life, uh, whenever it is, you see, uh, whatever it is you're afraid of doing or scared of doing, do it. Make your mistakes next year and forever. That's you know, good good advice. Wise 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 man wise man. Yep, very very well. Yes, very very inspirational. And um, I'm just going to add something to that. Um, I have a journal. I'm, I'm big into journaling, but my favorite journal right now on the front of it it says, "With God, all things are possible." Mm-hmm. Matthew nineteen twenty six, and um, and I just believe that, and I live off of that. And I'm going to end with this. How do we really know all things are possible? Because in a few weeks, on January 20th, I believe the date is, DT is going to be inaugurated as the president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And your blood pressure is going to be even and, and good. So that means that truly <laughs> and anything level. and everything is possible. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, y'all. Well, hey, thanks again. Episode 21 is a wrap. Uh, Evie, thank you so much. And Evie, anytime. I mean, it's like we're going to plug you in any anytime you want to come in, and even if you do a segment. By the way, Evie, you got a podcast coming up soon? I got a podcast coming up. It's coming up. And, it's and, called Unscripted Talk. Uh-huh. Can, can we be and, guests uh, on your show? You can be guests on my show. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, with, with Tom helping me to uh, get that show produced up and going, uh, yeah, we absolutely. Are, we are. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, and, you and might you know check what, Evie, out Evie, my uh, Evie, my web page. Let me say this: yes? to you, Evie. make mistakes. All right, don't worry about it. I'm gonna make some. I've make. already made one, but it's okay. We're gonna recover and keep it moving. It's okay. Make mistakes. Just do it. That's the thing about it. Just do it. <laughs>
Let's do it. We're Just, doing it. Well, there you go. All what right. about you, Ram? That's, uh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, man. And 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 to the brother Wade here, Tut, he'll be back. I think Tut's coming back next week, y'all. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Don't forget GP3RTT at Gmail. Uh, com. Make sure you hit us up. Uh, if you uh, feel free to do so, you can call us 413-556-9546. Uh, you can give us a call. Uh, we are on Facebook. We're on iTunes. Just go on. You can uh, type in GP3 Homies from the Block on SoundCloud. The, the, the great thing we want, we need you to do is subscribe. Subscribe now. Uh, pass it on to friends if you like it. Whatever suggestions you have, whatever feedback, we greatly appreciate it. All right, y'all? That's right. All right, it's a wrap. Have a great week, and we'll we'll see you next week, and Happy New Year, everybody. All right, take care. Bye-bye.